This Thacker Slate podcast is hosted by Connie Thacker and Allison Slate, two experienced attorneys who believe honesty, transparency, and knowledge are key to achieving the best legal outcomes. A variety of topics, particularly those related to sensitive family law matters, are candidly covered by Connie and Allison in a way that's refreshing, timely, and practical for listeners. Welcome to the Thacker Slate podcast. Today, Allison and I are going to talk to you about child support. Um, how do you get it? How's it calculated? What's it used for? And how do you uh, collect it? Uh, we did see the changes in the child support manual uh, for 2021. So those are out. And we do know that there are some clarifications on capital gains tax, uh, straight line depreciation, uh, potential income modifications. Uh, so you can download those and take a look at them. But uh, really what we want to do today is talk about how it's calculated, what you use it for, and how to collect it. Yeah, the manual is what we go off of. Uh, a lot of people want to say, well, on my tax return or Uncle Sam says, this is what my income is and this is what I pay tax on, but that's just not accurate. The formula is much different. It's much more expansive than what Uncle Sam is requiring you to pay tax on. And you need to be aware of some of the intricacies of that formula. The basic gist is anything that hits your pocket is money that you have available to pay support. So certainly you want to think about uh, what organizations you're part of, what jobs that you have, other secondary jobs, and whether or not those count as payments. And if you're self-employed, you really want to be able to uh, make sure that when you go to the front of the court, you're presenting your income in a manner that is easily digestible, is what I normally call it. Because these people are not CPAs, they're not tax experts, but certainly you want to be able to present the information that you have in a manner that will allow you to be within the formula and make sure that they understand your income and what is actually available to pay support. I think um, <clears throat> self-employed people is probably one of the most difficult things to deal with in a support review because you have to go really looking for the income. And then also the business owner usually thinks that we're just going to use the tax return. And that is a good point by Allison. It's furthest from the truth. We're going to look at all of your income and depreciation is going to go back into the calculation. You're not just going to be allowed to continue to take that out on the tax return because they're looking to grab all of the income that's there. But I also say it's garbage in, garbage out. So we've got to have the right uh, amount of uh, information from you so that we know that we can do the calculation. So once the calculation is done and then it goes into the support order, then the question question is always, well, what do I use my child support for? I still want my spouse or ex-spouse to pay for half of the haircuts and half of the extracurricular and half of the school books and half of the school supplies and all those kinds of things. And I would say that child support covers the basic necessities. So it's a roof over your head, the utilities that you use, and the food on your table. But as to the extracurriculars, you're going to want to talk to your attorney about including what's above and beyond the bare necessities and making sure that there's a way to divide those. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed, even pre-corona, uh, and right now we're doing a lot of the hearings by Zoom, but if you're going in to ask for a child support review, I don't think anyone wants to see your brand new shiny Rolex. And now on Zoom, it's kind of the same concept where you really don't want to be displaying your household or the wealth that you have when you're in there asking for some relief from the court, which is I can't afford my child support right now. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, uh, with the pandemic, things have changed uh, in terms of hearings. Um, but 
you need to be cognizant of that as well too going forward. And then the ultimate question is, how do you collect it? And with the pandemic right now, the front of the court has not been conducting enforcement uh, hearings for the front of the court. They've really been stalled. And so if you're in the front of the court, the front of the court will try to collect it uh, for you or there are alternative uh, places that you can go to have your child support collected for you. Yes, you always have the option to hire a private attorney to attempt to collect child support for you. That could include seizure of assets, garnishment of wages, garnishment of bank accounts that uh, they may be able to figure out or find uh, faster than the front of the court. So that's an option to look into if you have not been paid, if you're not getting the response that you think you deserve from the front of the court. Uh, or, I mean, they have a ton of cases, so it's it's not um, issue with them. It's just the fact that there are multiples and multiples and multiples of child support cases and spousal support cases out there. Typically, if you don't have a child support case, they're not going to collect your spousal support, so you're kind of left on your own to collect, so you should contact a private attorney. Yes, absolutely, because uh, frankly, they have the ability to jump on the collection bandwagon a lot quicker than the front of the court sometimes who's overwhelmed with, as Allison indicated, uh, thousands of cases that they have. So just in summary, what we've talked about today is uh, how do you calculate the support. We know that that's through the formula and it's what you put in is what you get out. And then we talked about the basic necessities that it covers. And then finally, the collection piece. So if you're out there and you need assistance with either collecting your support or modification of child support, please give us a call here at Thacker Slate. We'd be happy to help you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our Thacker Slate podcast. If you have additional questions, do not hesitate to contact us at 616-888-3810 or visit our website, thackerslate.com, for additional information. 